The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Thunder Rosa starts off with an update on her health and when we might be able to see her back in the ring. Also, I give my power rankings in the week that was in pro wrestling. And before his big match on Rampage, Brian Cage joins us right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The first, the first thing that I wanted to say is like a lot of people continue to ask me, what the heck am I doing right now, right? I told you I've been in the commentary table. Uh, we just uh, signed with VIX, which is a Televisa Univision deal uh, mm-hmm. for uh, AEW. So now uh, all Mexico and Latin America can listen to us. Uh, in Espanol. And uh, last week I actually met with Dr. Um, Samson and we talk about my health and I just wanted to um, make it clear what's going on. Not from me, because I've been talking about it a lot, yeah. but from Dr. Samson that explained everything. And I believe this is from your vlog, correct? Yes. Your vlog yes. that just, for those who subscribe, I think uh, came out yesterday, I believe. Yeah, right? it's coming every oh, yeah. every Thursday at 3 yep. p.m. since uh, everything changes and now I'm doing collision. Okay, so I want to go to that vlog and let's hear it right from the doctor's mouth from Dr. Michael Sampson on Thunder Rose's health. So looking at the most recent MRIs and all the stuff, we, all the conservative stuff we've done in the past, you're progressing well right now. You do, you still have all the pathology in your lower back, L4, L5. And, you know, I think that with our progression going into pushing it to the limit, but taking it sequentially. Yeah. So going week to week to week, we push a little bit more. If we hit hit a roadblock, we back it up a step. But I think, you know, over the next four to six weeks, we'll see how it's going. So far, we've done a, a, like a week or two. It's been three sessions. It's two so, weeks, pretty much. And you've been progressing very well, yeah. pain-free. Uh, I think if we continue to do that, we know where we, we stand, get you stronger, get you more ring ready. As long as you don't have that pain, we're good. Wow. So that's a very good update from Dr. Michael Sampson. Again, that's from your vlog that you can subscribe to on YouTube drops each and every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, Thunder, that is a that is a definitely some good news coming from Dr. Michael Sampson. Uh, they're great news. Like I get to get in the ring like, yep. you know, for those who are like questioning if if I just been taking a big break because I like to like 
do stuff like that. No, I am getting ready. I'm excited. Um, like I said, just stay tuned. There's a lot, a lot more stuff that are going to be on my blog in terms of that. So that's your answer. If you want to, you know, go on my blog and like listen and see, I have graphics and everything and explaining the, the injury. You can, you can, you can see it. Like when he said that pathology is still there, that means I still have the injury. It's just, um, I, I don't have any pain. So um, I'm living in like thousands and millions of people probably in, in the United States live with back pain and back problems. I'm one of them. So, hey guys. Yay. I Listen, I think that's great news. Um, I'm excited about it. Um, this is a big summer for AEW. And we've talked about Huge. it a lot here on the show uh, with, you know, with the start of collision, what's going to be happening at the end of August with all in, in the UK. And right now ticket sales are just about 75,000 yes. for that show in the UK. And then it's going to be followed up with all out in Chicago thunder. Um, that's big. And, you know, I know that, you you know you personally as an athlete as a person sets goals for yourself and i'm sure that would probably be a goal is to be able to perform in in front of that many people so you know hopefully this works out for you because i know back pain and i know the injury and but the fact that you've been pain free the fact that like dr michael sampson is saying you're making you know steps forward and now it's that next step where things are going to start getting physical and i can't wait to see whenever it is for you to be back in that ring again. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. It's time for the Dave LaGreca Power Rankings, Thunder. Are you excited? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. The Power Rankings return to Busted Open. And everybody, the Busted Open Nation is on their feet. They're at the edge of their seat. They can't wait to hear you and say your, your five favorite things that happened this week. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I can't hold this- myself. As the song, and you said uh, on your feet, as this song says, cross your fingers, cross your toes, because here it goes. And we'll start at number five. And this is going to be a surprise, but man, you talk about two breakthrough performances we saw it this past week from my number five. I speak for everyone when I say we are all pretty sick and tired of hearing you try to speak on a microphone. WWE ring right now, but I owe you. The only thing I owe anybody is an apology for bringing you into this business. Uh, at number five, Shayna Baszler, and I get it. You know, at Money in the Bank last weekend, Shayna and Ronda lost their WWE Women Tag Team titles. But you know what? Shayna is the reason why. And no disrespect to Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan, and everybody knows who listens to this show that I'm a big. Liv Morgan fan, but honestly, they didn't earn those titles. The reason why they have those titles is because of Shayna Baszler. That attack on Ronda is going to elevate Shayna, and then she follows it up with what I thought 
was a great promo on Monday Night Raw. Just a couple of weeks ago, Shayna was on with us, and she talked about the delivery of promos. And you know what? She killed it on the microphone, Shayna Baszler, at number five. At number four, it was my spoiler, but let's listen in to my number four wrestler of the week. Challenger back to his feet first. Kent out of one knee. Eddie with a kick. And Kingston with another. Back fist. Plants Kent out. Oh, you don't think. Second title match. It won the women's championship. Will it start up the win? And Kingston not only winning that New Japan Openweight title, Thunder, but what I heard from Eddie Kingston in the press conference afterwards. And that was Eddie Kingston talking about when he fell in love with pro wrestling, and it was New Japan. And it was always his dream to wrestle for New Japan, gets that opportunity, wins a title. You talk about, Thunder, having your dreams, setting goals. Uh, Eddie Kingston was able to have both those things happen. And congratulations to Eddie Kingston, my number four on my power rankings. At number three, we kind of go back to what Thunder said earlier on on today's show. You know, it's, and I've, I've seen it over the past two weeks, Thunder, and somebody who's watched pro wrestling for over 40 years now, I have seen things happen over the last couple weeks that I've never seen before, and you can throw money in the bank in there. What a win for EO Sky. What a moment. What a unique way to win that money in the bank briefcase. So congratulations to EO Sky. And at number two, another name. That Thunder mentioned this morning. Damian Priest, you know, I love Damian ever since he was Punishment Martinez. When the first time I saw him wrestle Thunder, I knew he was custom made for the WWE. Uh, with Tommy last week, I made my predictions. I predicted Damian Priest winning that Money in the Bank briefcase, and everybody thought I was crazy. Uh, everybody thought it was going to be either LA Knight or Logan Paul. But what a great moment for Damian Priest, and it opens up. So many different storylines on Monday yeah. Night Raw. I don't, I don't see Damian Priest cashing in on Roman. It's all about, I believe, Seth Rollins and what a story when it comes to Seth and Finn Balor. So Damian Priest, number two on my power rankings. And to me, there is absolutely no argument or discussion about who is number one. Roman's completely defenseless. Roman 
Reigns suffering his own medicine tonight. Double super kick. Down goes Roman. Tag. Jay Uso's down on top. Give it to me. Michael Cole with the Al Michaels call for Money in the Bank in that main event and the Usos. But more specifically, Thunder, Jay Uso. Getting a pinfall on Roman Reigns, his first loss in over three years. We haven't seen him pinned or submitted since December of 2019. Think about how much things have changed in our world since december of 2000 that's pre-lockdown and pandemic for crying out loud the world a completely different place roman a completely different character back in december of 2019 what a run granted it's in a tag match it's completely different but this sets up the usos especially jay to another level so you know at number one the usos jay uso to me is the perfect pick for number one on my power ranking. So, to go through it one last time, at number five, Shayna Baszler. At number four, Eddie Kingston. At number three, EO Sky. At number two, Damian Priest. And number one, the Usos, more specifically, Jay Uso. So, Thunder, what do you think of my power rankings this week? I knew you were going to put number one. Like, you were going to do the number one. Uh, let's see. I think Shayna could have been higher. Personally, I really enjoy that segment. It's actually one of my really good segments. The, the reaction with she's the fans great. were yeah, was amazing. Yep. Uh, she tried to kill Ronda Rousey for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm surprised to put um, Adam Cole and MJF segment this week. Great segment. You're right. I mean, Adam Cole and MJF, and I want to get into that with you because I thought that was a, f- a fantastic segment. Uh, we talked about that a lot yesterday here on Busted Open, but it's very, very difficult because this was a fantastic week. Shayna Baszler, you said killing Ronda Rousey. She did it physically and verbally. Like, Shayna Baszler, to me, that's the Shayna Baszler that I was hoping we were going to see from day one on the main roster. This is the Shayna Baszler that we saw with NXT, and now we're finally getting it on the main roster. Eddie Kingston, a dream realized. For Eddie Kingston, EO Sky, who is your wrestler of the week, uh, Damian Priest, you know, shocking the world, winning that money in the bank, and then Jey Uso pinning Roman. You know, it's very, very difficult, Thunder, to yeah. take any of those out of the list and put in Adam Cole and MJF, as much as I love that segment on Wednesday. Yeah, well, it makes sense, but I totally agree with, um, with the Judgment Day and uh, Money in the Bank. Um, I saw how I, I just like how they're teasing a lot of the stuff without giving away too much. Yeah. Right. I think, uh, you know, planting the seed has been uh, really simple and like you're like, oh, again, okay, I see it happening. And that makes you guys, you know, do all your fantasy booking and see how you if you if you were the booker, how will you develop the story, which, you know, um, in this case with Damien Priest, it, it is happening. So um. It's interesting. Again, it gives you another week of stories, another week for you guys to be hooked to the shows and um, and possibly for the next pay-per-view, right? So we'll see. 
Well, and and this is the beauty of pro wrestling. And honestly, I'm going to say the beauty of the WWE right now over the last year. And that is expect the unexpected and not only getting something that's a little bit surprising, but working and clicking. Again, I don't think anybody saw Damian Priest coming out winning that Money in the Bank briefcase. A lot of times you can kind of predict who's going to win. Yeah. All the predictions were wrong, but it works. Damian Priest is going to own that Money in the Bank briefcase. He's a very special talent. You're finally going to see that. I think I think Damian Priest opened up a lot of eyes with the match with Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. And now he's really opened up people's eyes by winning in that Money in the Bank briefcase. And the other one is EO Sky. I don't think a lot of people predicted EO Sky to win that Money in the Bank briefcase. Mm-mm. A lot of people were saying Becky Lynch. A lot of people, I, I predicted Zelina Vega. Um, but then it's EO Sky. And again, it works. It clicks. Already you're seeing stories played out between the two of those. That's the beauty of the Money in the Bank briefcase. And another Grand Slam for the WWE. Uh, think about it. What we've seen since WrestleMania from the WWE. WrestleMania. What we saw at Backlash. What we saw with Money in the Bank. Their premium live events have been spectacular. And, you know, you're seeing it with ratings. You're seeing it with attendance. You know, the WWE is on fire right now. And, and Thunder and Mickey talked about this when it comes to Monday Night Raw. You know, you're lucky if you have one baby face that's over to the gills with the crowd. Monday Night Raw has two. They have Seth Rollins and they have Cody Rhodes. And both those wrestlers, when they come out, they blow off the roof of the arena. So, yeah, the WWE is in a very good place. And you have this amazing bloodline story that's playing out on SmackDown. It's it's it. There's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of wrestling to watch, but there's a lot of great wrestling to watch right now. Yes, it is. And like I said, like you said, just uh, reiterating, it's just getting so many people hooked talking about it. And um, like, I mean, I remember, and I know we're going to talk about this with coach Justin Labar uh, shortly, uh, how people, how invested people are with the bloodline. Like the match was like over 40 minutes. Like, uh, and I was talking to my son and I'm like, Dude, I can't remember when was a main event that long without being uh, like a 60 minute, you know, time limit match. It's like, and they were like buying everything, absolutely everything. And, um, and Roman Reigns, he's at another level, man. Like, I don't know who's his acting coach. Like, how is he doing his character develop uh, development? Like, like the different layers of, of difficulty that he does to like, to be the same but different at the same time in the ring every time he steps in. It's it, the level of difficulty for a character like that, especially being a champion for this long and not being stale. It's incredible. Anybody that is on the nation, fight me about this. Fight me about this. It's, it, it's just developing a character week after week. That's the beauty of like, uh, you know, performance, like the performance that we, we do. And when you're giving that opportunity to redevelop and develop and find different nuances on your own character every week. It just makes you like untouchable kind of in a way, especially with what we're seeing him as a tribal chief. So, and and then Paul, man, Paul, he is hilarious. Like, I love it. Like it's just like he, it, it adds another like no layer of sometimes kind of like ridiculousness, 
but also seriousness at the same time. And the way that he acts when he comes out, the way that he looks at, uh, at him. And, and it's just like how everything developed and how everybody has kind of like been breaking off in a way, um, making everybody look, I, I've said this before, making everybody look strong in different aspects in their own way. I don't feel I don't feel like they buried anyone on this storyline, which no. is so difficult to do, David, in professional wrestling at times. Burying your opponent and like trying to like tell the stories. But you are building superstars at the same time when you're doing this, when you're breaking them off, when you're creating conflict, when you are um, you know, doing what you've been doing. It's it's it is very interesting to see. Thunder, so much from what you just said, seriously. And what a great breakdown. Because you're right. Roman has been able to do this for as long as he's been able to do it week in and week out and never get stale. This storyline not once has gotten stale. Where there has not been one time during this story that you were like, all right, let's move on from this. That has not happened. And like you said, that is so difficult to do. And the second point you made is 100% true. And I didn't even think about it. Because I've always looked at it the other side, which is, boy, Roman has made people and has made people around them look better. But you just said something I didn't think about it, and it's and you hit the nail right on the head. He hasn't buried anyone either. Like, like there, you know how, like you said, you know how difficult that is to do. Listen, love him or hate him, John Cena's a star. But you look at John Cena. There's cases where you're like, man, Cena buried this guy. Now, whether that was intentional or not, he did. Triple H, all the big names. At some point, they probably had to bury somebody. Or, you know, somebody was perceived as a star and then fell down that ladder after that match. That has not happened with Roman. Everybody has gone to the next level with Roman. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, The Usos, Cody Rhodes... They have all gone to that next level because of Roman. I feared because, as you know, Cody is my favorite wrestler. I make no yeah, bones Yeah, we about all know it. that. Cody's we my favorite. That. I feared where Cody would be after that loss to Roman. Cody is on another level. I have to eat a lot of crow because Mark told me, Bully told me, they all told me. Watch and learn, Dave. And it's so true. Cody is on a completely different level after that loss to Roman Reigns. How many times have you been able to say that in the history of pro wrestling? It's where- very, very seldom, David, very seldom. Like I'm, I'm, I've been watching a lot of history and like with like huge feuds and like real like blood feuds and stuff. And, 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 and it's always, there's always somebody, you know, taking the end, uh, the, the short end of the stick yeah. after the big blowout, you know, cause they either don't use them they don't create good storylines afterwards. There's no follow-up. And that's one of the main problems in professional wrestling just overall through history, you know? But on this, in this aspect, and it is so important to mention, is how you build stars by, lose, by making them lose and still like, they're still so relevant the next week and the following week, the following week, and people want more and more and more and more and more and their different aspects and wherever else they put them and they go to. And that is so that's again, that is crucial for a company to continue to have stories that will allow more than one person to become stars or to be the star or to be the face of the company. Because if something happened to this person, sorry, I'm going to use the F word. You're fucked. Yep. Because you have to rebuild. You have to scramble. You have to do certain things. You cannot. You can rely on one person, but you can't rely on one person forever. 
because I feel like that's that's a problem a lot of the times if they were bringing a lot of legends because they didn't have anybody for the for 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 a minute you know to bring the ratings up and it took a couple of years for people to like buy into certain people but it's like it's not impossible to do David this can be done and it can be done really well and I think it should be done you know overall WrestleMania 39 Thunder to me was a landmark WrestleMania for the reason that you just said. They didn't need the returning superstar for WrestleMania. If you look at all these, you know, the last I don't know, 10, 15 WrestleManias, they needed The Undertaker to come back. They needed Stone Cold to come back. You know, you know, even a returning John Cena. I know Cena returned for this past year's WrestleMania, but you didn't need Cena on that card. You didn't need it. It was nice no. to have him there, but it wasn't needed. If you look back at a lot of these WrestleManias, you needed the returning superstar to really get buzz around WrestleMania. You didn't need it this year. It wasn't necessary. And that tells you how much the company's grown, but how much the roster has grown, but how much Roman and this storyline has grown. And the other thing is, is like, look what we're seeing with the Usos. And this is where Bully said it, and I think I have to agree. When I make the list of the greatest tag teams of all time, the Road Warriors are going to be at the top of the list. You know, the Dudleys are going to be right behind them. But when you look at the greatest tag teams in the history of the WWE, in the WWE, to me, there's no question, Thunder. It's the Usos. How do I know? Because the Usos are main eventing pay-per-views. They main evented a night at WrestleMania. For 25 years. Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart. 
Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yeah. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. We got AEW Rampage tonight. The Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament continues. And somebody who's going to be a big match teaming with Big Bill is our guest right now. And that is the one and all. By the way, Thunder, haven't had this man on the show in a very long time. So excited about him having him on this morning. And that is Brian Cage. Brian, good morning and thanks for the time today. No problem. No problem. Yeah, it's been... Uh... It's been quite a while since I've been on the show. It was a it was a whole new or a whole different wrestling universe. I think the last time I was on the show, so it's been a it while. Is. And the landscape has changed. AEW expanding, getting bigger. Dynamite on Wednesdays, Collision on Saturdays, and Rampage on Fridays. And you have a big match teaming with Big Bill, and I love it because we talk about it here on Busted Open all the time. You know, a lot of people have the mis conception of AEW that there is not big men in AEW I think you're going to prove a lot of people wrong in this match tonight Brian well I mean I don't even think just in AEW I'm just put myself over here and call it as it is I mean I'm the maybe I'm not the the biggest guy because of my height right which you know Bill's got that covered for me but uh I mean I, I dare say I think I'm the best body guy in the entire whole damn wrestling uh universe right now so I mean, you you were known for such a long time, Brian. I've known you for so long by now. Um, and I remember when you were in Lucha Underground, you, like the, one of the things that they really did a great job was to showcase how talented and like versatile you could you can be, right? Uh, not only as you know the machine, the monster that you are, but also like the high flyer. How do how do like, when did you decided to like show the world like nah I'm just not gonna do you know your your typical big guy moves I want to show the world even more and like challenge challenge all this like big guy stuff you know it's so funny because I, I never like I always wanted to be a wrestler since I was 10 years old but I never had like the aspiration or the idea or thought that I would become the size that I am um physique wise I did always want to be more of a uh of almost like a like a crispin wah Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm probably like good 40 pounds or so bigger than Chris Benoit. But um, so it just kind of fell into that. And funny enough, like, I mean, I was already athletic and, you know, already wrestling, which is, I believe, a big reason why 
a lot of my ring work hasn't suffered from the size I've put on because I was wrestling the whole time. But I mean, realistically, I didn't really dive or flip that much until actually I was bigger, so to speak. Wow. Like, I mean, there's sometimes I would mess around and I had done some stuff like on a crash pad, but never in a match. And then like, yeah, it's funny, like uh, a, a lot of the stuff I did, it just kind of happened. I don't know. It, it was weird. It wasn't like I again, I, I ever like tried to or thought about it. And I was always Mr. You know, get my shit in. So I was like, yeah, OK, I'm going to go out there and just do a bunch of cool stuff. because That's what I want to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Then the, the agile stuff just kind of I just kind of started trying it. And I was like, oh, well, I could do that. I didn't know I could do that. And then it just it just stood me out that much more. It's like I walk out the curtain and I stand out from how I look. And then most people are probably thinking like, oh, great. Here's some other, you know. Batista without a back tattoo that can't wrestle or something like that. And then they see me go in the ring and then do lucha stuff or dives or whatever. And they're like, holy crap. So it uh, if you didn't know who I was when I walked out, I feel like you left the show remembering who I was. I agree, Brian. And and again, going back to like Thunder said with Lucha Underground, you know, Brian, I look at you, man. And listen, you have made a tremendous career for yourself. But when I look at you, I think I look at a main eventer. I look at a guy that you're you're 100 percent right, Brian. Nobody has the size that you have. You're a handsome dude. I mean, you would be the LaGreca worst nightmare at Chicago's in Lodi, New Jersey. If I walked into the club with my best suit on and there's Brian Cage with jeans and a T-shirt with every woman around him and you have charisma, you're good on the microphone, you do stuff that no big man can do in the business. Like, do you feel like in some ways that you've been underappreciated in a way? Um, You know, I know there's certain, so, so in certain regards, yes. And I also feel like, I feel like with our, our, especially our core audience at AEW, right? I feel like, I feel like they almost hate on me a little bit because of all those attributes you just said about me. I almost feel like that screams, wwe right so i almost feel like like in some regards I almost feel like people almost like anti me like oh he doesn't belong here like he's you know he's too jacked he does this he does that, like which are all like positives in my book but i almost feel like they feel like oh you know i'm on the wrong team um and you know i can toot my own horn and be like okay well maybe that's just because you know they they can't be me and they'd rather attach on to like uh you know a darby allen or something that they can live more vicariously through as opposed to someone like me so I get it. And it's kind of like the opposite of the pro wrestling I grew up on where, you know, you had to be a man of size to really get noticed. And now it's more about, I guess, I guess, like you said, like, hey, if they can do it, maybe I could do it. Um, but, you know, you have this this opportunity. You are on television. Big match tonight on Rampage. Uh, when you have these opportunities like the one you have tonight, do you feel like, man, I really got to show it? Or do you feel like by now? that people know what to expect from Brian Cage? Uh, you know, it's somewhere in the middle because, again, I feel like I feel like if you're already a Brian Cage fan, then, yeah, you already know, you know, what, what I'm going to bring and what I'm going to do. And then I try to – because, yeah, we don't get a lot of, you know, big match opportunities on TV. And, like, that's something else, too. I know, like, everyone's always kind of like the less is more attribute, which also doesn't fall into my GMSI moniker. But also, like, like it's not like we're on TV every – it's not like I'm on every Dynamite, every Rampage, every Collision. You know what I mean? Where, like, you can – kind of pace yourself and put it out there. It's like, if you're only on TV or you have a, you know, good or big match once, you know, every few weeks, every couple of months, whatever it is, well then, yeah, you want to go out there. And like I just said earlier, about like walking out of the show and being unknown, then walking backstage after the match being remembered, same thing. I was like, look, I got to, I'm not going to, you know, 
use every trick in in the book or pull out every tool out of the toolbox. But yeah, I want to make something lasting and memorable, make the best of whatever time I have allotted or whatever the match is, you know, so be it. Um, but then uh, you have the the fans, like I said, that maybe are semi-anti-Brian Cage or maybe don't like appreciate or, or, or want to appreciate where like I'm trying to like uh, get them to like, you know, realize like, okay, hold on, damn it. This guy can go. This guy can do this. This guy is good. And so, um, you know, yeah, I try to make the best of every opportunity. And it's funny too, you, you, you brought up, uh, the charisma and promo as well. Like, and I, I've been saying this a lot, like my Ric Flair on the mic, absolutely not. But anytime I do a pre-tape package promo, do I do get the microphone, whatever. Yep. It's funny. Cause everybody's like, Oh man. Like when I came back and I did that Warlow promo before I worked Warlow, everybody's like, <laughs> they're all like, man, is that why Brian Cage has been off TV for so long? It's cause he was sitting there working on his promos for that one promo. I'm like, God. are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I was just told about that <laughs> yesterday. And I just did it right then and there. And I, like, anytime I have done a promo, it's it's gone over well, but I'm like, yeah, just because like uh, especially the, like during Team Taz and stuff. If I was never talking, everybody's like, oh, you can't cut a promo. I'm like, when was the last time I cut a promo? Then, I'm like, exactly, you can't say I can't cut a promo if I never do it. Like, it's, if it's just not allotted to me, then I mean, so be it. Uh, Brian, how do you feel uh, about always pushing the envelope? Because I feel like I hear you talk about like there's a lot of people hating on you and 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 certain things that you do, but you always like. The bar, uh, I think uh, I, on the bottom line is like, you always have pushed the envelope. Like, how do you feel continue to push the envelope to like, uh, for people to see who Brian Cage really is? I mean, realistically, that's almost more of a, a selfish answer just because I love this more than anything. And uh, that is like, th this is, this is my, this is my, my drug and my addiction. That's why too, like, even when I was on TV every week, I was still working so many indies and everything else because I was out there chasing that wrestling high. So if people want to hate on me, people aren't into me, whatever, for myself, I want to go out there. And, and I think you know what I'm talking about too, Thunder. Like when you have this awesome match and you walk backstage and like you can't go to sleep that night because you're like yep. reliving spots in your head and everything. Like that's that's the high that I'm always chasing no matter what's happening that, that I want to fulfill. And when you like leave a match, even the match isn't bad, if you don't have that feeling, you're like, oh, it's like you're missing something. And that's what you're out there chasing and going after. So that, that's what helps me push and want to push the envelope every time because I am I keep on chasing that high. And, the, and, you know, and with your mic work, I saw that when you were with Impact Wrestling. You know, you had promos with Impact that I thought were really good and that if people go back and watch those shows, they would they would realize it. And I used to love it too because I used to subscribe to Impact Plus like Melissa Santos who you have and created an amazing family with. She used to come on during the commercial breaks and kind of interact oh, yeah. with the fans. And I, and I thought she, she's another person, a great personality, uh, great charisma as well. And I feel like people under appreciate that with you. Uh, somebody that I think you've done great work with in AEW is Prince Nana. Prince Nana is somebody I praise oh. up and down, you know, talk about working with Prince Nana. Not Nana's great. Nana's great. He's, uh, I love the guy. I love the guy. He's phenomenal. And you know, too, I actually was just watching a match with Nana, with, with Melissa, actually, as well, who does brighten a room and, and steal the camera. But um, she even said, she's like, man, Nana's really good at what he does, which is which is really special because in this day and age, being just a manager is, is you know, a lost art, and it's not really necessary needed. Or anyone who is like a ballet or a manager or whatever is usually a, a, a wrestler themselves. And I know Nana was a wrestler, but I feel like Nana does bring something to the table 
that is needed, that is appreciated, that does add value. He's not just another person just out there just to be out there. You know what I mean? And yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a great dude. I enjoy him tremendously. Um, and I, you know, even that, that whole embassy and, and mogul embassy faction as well. Um, I feel like we, we're, we're, there's definitely more of an actual legit camaraderie I, um, amongst us as well. It just kind of naturally formed. Like we're usually always at the, you know, catering together, or go to the gym together. You know, maybe Nana doesn't go to the gym, but. Uh, but <laughs> like he goes to catering. I'll see y'all yeah, all the time yeah. there. He holds us down. He holds our table down for us to, to join him later. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. But I mean, you and, and, and some of your members uh, of the embassy, you guys have known each other for quite a while now. And I think that makes it yep. even easier for you guys to like be well, I, I as like, tight as you are. I feel like another part of it too is like, I mean, they're both great guys. And I like them, but I, at first too, I almost felt like I was their, uh, I was like their road dad. You know what I mean? Like they just owned AW. I'm, I was already there. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm higher up on the, on the list, you will. So I'm like, oh, don't worry guys. I'll Uber us over here. I'll rent the car. You guys come with me. I'll take you to the gym. I'll take you. Like, so I feel like I was taking him under my wing. Like I was, uh, I was the wrestling dad for the weekend. And I think that definitely helped us, uh, helped us bond together for sure. Uh, Brian, big match tonight. As I said, on rampage, you're teaming up with big bill going up against Trent Beretta and Matt Seidel. And man, I hope you get more of these opportunities because again, I look at you, dude, the size, the charisma, how you have gotten so good on the microphone when given the opportunity to be on the microphone, dude, I hope we see more of you on TV, brother, because you're, you're killing it when you do. Uh, you know what? I appreciate that tremendously. And I mean, yeah, I try never to like, you know, waste an opportunity in the match tonight. Should be great. And like, like, yeah, you look at me and big bill. I mean, not just two big men, there's two of the biggest men just in wrestling in general. And I mean, you look at the list of participants and I don't know who's going to believably knock any, uh, the, the two of us out of there. So, I mean, I think we're sitting pretty where, where there's a good chance you might see a little bit more of that on TV. Is big bill going to dance this time? I mean, I don't dance that much, so maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> no, but, but you look at Brian Cage, uh, Big Bill, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Lance Archer. I mean, there mm. are guys a part of AEW, guys with size, guys that are legit. If you saw them, you would shit your pants. And I think Brian right. Cage is one of those guys. And Brian, I got to be honest with you. I think there's a lot of single men that are listening to this show right now are glad that you're married. You started a family. We don't need guys <laughs> like you walking into a club. All right. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. You know, I'm not, I'm not that forward. I usually don't go out and, you know, I, I don't drink anything. So I don't, I'm not usually out looking for any strange. So I'm not trying to cause any issues, but I mean, even if I was, I mean, I'm not going to find anyone better than, uh, than the missus here. You I mean, did good, dude. Hot, I, you so. know, usually, usually I would say you outkicked your coverage, but you're a damn handsome no, man no. yourself. So right, you guys right, are perfect right. together. And congratulations right. on your second baby. I just yeah, saw, I you know, yeah. the little ultrasound. I always follow your wife for, for quite a, know, quite just, a bit now. She just, she just got uh, another one a couple of days ago where we could see more of his facial features. And she's like, look at his nose. It's so cute. It looks just oh, like your little nose. Oh. So, so, yeah, congratulations. Halfway, halfway there, so. Congratulations on everything, Brian, and can't wait to watch Thank it tonight you. on Rampage. Awesome, awesome. Will you tweet it out? Let me know uh, how much, uh, how, how good it looked of, uh, with me getting my shit in tonight as well. You know what, dude? I will. I promise you, my friend. Get your shit in, Brian. <laughs> Never change, Brian. Never change. Beautiful. Beautiful. No way. All right. AEW Rampage tonight. Brian, good luck tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network.
If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.